Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Quote is read by Star Trek legend George Takei. Diversity contains as many treasures as those waiting for us on the other worlds. We will find it impossible to fear diversity and to enter the future at the same time. And we would like to welcome back journalist, podcaster, and lover of Gene Roddenberry, Sharon Melton. Yay, welcome back. Thank you so much. It's just wonderful to be here. I'm so excited to be with both of you, Rachel and Trent. It's been awesome. Yay. So this quote has some really wonderful words in it. What what resonates with you, Sharon, when you when you hear this quote? Well, of course, I mean that in that first line, when you talk about diversity and treasures. A lot of people probably wouldn't think to combine those two things because when people think of diversity, they think of a number of things. Some of it is positive. A lot of it, especially in our society right now, unfortunately, is negative, which it shouldn't be. But to me, diversity itself exudes treasures. You learn about a new culture. You learn about somebody you just meeting for the first time. The treasure is what they can offer and share about themselves personally, their culture, their family, something you don't know about another human being is a treasure because it's precious and they're willing to share it. If you travel to another country, because I love to travel, haven't had a chance to as much because of pandemic, as we all know, now we're starting to do it. But when I always travel, I love to explore because you find new treasures when you talk to somebody who either speaks your language or doesn't. That's a treasure because it's a gift to be able to, to learn something. And to me, knowledge helps to just actually break down the walls of what diversity sometimes in some people's minds creates. And diversity is just another way of telling people that, hey, even though I may come from somewhere else, it's all right, because I have some great things I want to share with you and you're going to learn about it. And that's a piece of me you can take with you. That is a treasure within itself. Oh my goodness. I love that. Yeah. I, I also love traveling as do you. And one of the tricks I found, you know, is if you find yourself in a lounge somewhere and you're tired and you don't, you know what? And someone's sitting next to you, ask them about themselves. Yes. Right. People, we all, and you know, you, including me, like I could talk for days about myself, but my point is you are sitting somewhere with, if you just ask them about themselves and their life, you are opening up to a diversity of thought, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you never know sitting next to you. I once spoke with a guy who was a geologist who just come back from the Mideast and it was fascinating his job, right? Seemed real nebbishy and boring, by the way, when he <laughs> sat down. But that was my point is I asked about him. 
I didn't just say, well, I'm Rachel and I have this and that and Rachel and Ra I asked about him because I wanted to learn. And part of how we uh, understand diversity is by opening up and learning yes. about other cultures. Preach, I Rachel, would, preach. Uh, I have a question for you guys because it just hit me when we were talking right now. Like diversity, uh, Gene Ronberry uses the word a lot, especially because the meaning was the same, but slightly different uh, back then. But diversity always felt like a heavy word to me. And I just, I just started studying Latin because I love words, right? And so mm -hmm. I want to know every word that ever is. So Latin is the way to go. But diversity is so close to adversity. I think mm. in my mind that it strikes me. I'm saying in a very subconscious way, not consciously, but it strikes me as heavy, you know? And so I'm going to try to distill that in my own brain because I can't be the only one. And those two words are related if we go to the Latin root. But anyway, back to this trend. I think you would agree because Trent grew up a little like me where he was like the one little raisin in the sun. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> you too, Sharon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah well, I'll like, tell you later. Like, <laughs> right, and I lived with my white dad and he moved us to upstate New York. He was like the one little raisin in the mm -hmm. sun. Mm -hmm. So, and it's also why diversity is loaded because I was literally the only diverse thing uh, as were you guys in our area. But part of what I love about this quote is... We will find it impossible to fear diversity and to enter into the future at the same time. And I'm breaking it up in that weird way so I can understand it. Mm -hmm. It's saying mm -hmm. we won't be able to, to move into the future if we're still fearing diversity. I see it as a P implies Q kind of thing, like a math equation. If P implies Q, then it must be this, right? right? Uh, what do you guys think about the, the second part of this? The whole quote is fascinating, frankly. Right, right. Yeah, like if we cannot get over our fear of diversity, like that is the block right there. Like this wonderful future that Gene and all of the Star Trek writers have envisioned for us where, you know, Earth is a paradise and we are traveling to distant parts of the galaxy and the universe, visiting strange new worlds and meeting new uh, forms of life. Like that is this treasure that is out there. We cannot get there if we cannot get over our fear of diversity, if we cannot get over our, our the pettiness that we have here on planet Earth, like that is cut off. We are cut off from that. So that alone should be. Well, tell you know, them why paramount. do you think we're cut off from that, Trent? Why do you think we're cut off from that if we don't? I, I guess I would say we all we're very similar. So we all have the same wants, the same needs, the desire to to love, the the survival instinct. Like as humans, we all share uh, the very basic sorts of things amongst one and uh, ourselves. But when we, depending on where we're from, we learn those things in very different ways. So what you mentioned earlier, Rachel. So me growing up uh, in metro metropolitan Detroit as the only Mexican kid on the block, I really rejected. Uh, Spanish, uh, Mexican food. I wanted to, you know, be like everyone else. McDonald's and all of that. You did not embrace diversity. You did not <laughs> embrace not. diversity. Yeah. I, did, I did not embrace diversity. As an adult now living in Southern California and realizing all of the wonderful things about my culture that I never learned as a child by my own choice. It wasn't my parents or whatever. It's like my own choice. I rejected that because I wanted to fit in. When I read the word treasure, the Mexican culture that I have come to to learn about as an adult is an absolute treasure. 
the mythology of the Aztecs, uh, the cultural customs of Day of the Dead. These things were so new to me as a, an adult. A as a Mexican man, I was like, what? What did I cut myself off from? And uh, it's only now with maturity and with the re realization of the treasure that is found in diversity of my own diversity, I am able to finally see the the, the value there and, and benefit from it. Anyone listening, I just want to throw in and for Trent, obviously, he's worked through this. But like if you perhaps grew up and you never saw any reflections of yourself mm -hmm. on television or in the magazines and all you saw was a tanto if you were Native American mm -hmm. or a lazy, quote unquote, black or Mexican person, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. we can see. But this is why critical race theory, right? And having diverse images are so important. So sort of throw that out there if anyone's going through the same thing that Trent went through or whatever. It's okay. No shame, man. It's all about releasing any, any shame we might have had because that's not your shame. That's not your mm -hmm. bird. That's you want to release that. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then just start with today, which is embracing like Trent said, so many of the beauty, beautiful things, but your culture and other people's culture and Sharon, yeah. Sharon, <laughs> let me get it right, Sharon. <laughs> so the, let me ask you about this part because yeah. um, Roddenberry speaks a lot about truth, right? Um, we want to speak our truths, right? And, and be able to be who we are. And yet there's so much fear, around diversity, right? So we need to get to a point when diversity or our differences, our three differences, creates um, excitement rather than fear in mm -hmm. people. And well, that's certainly. why I ask, how do you, not that we're going to solve any of these problems in a 15-minute podcast, but right. what are your thoughts on that? Because the fact that we can walk in and my curly hair freaks people out or your beautiful skin tone or your lovely, you know, Trent, your lovely culture freaks people out. What do you think? Well, I mean, personally, when it comes to the fear aspect, I think a lot of the fear is based on the fact that we don't know. And we're afraid of what we don't know. And instead of creating barriers and trying to put on rose colored glasses or looking towards the things that you do know because it makes you feel comfortable, sometimes feeling uncomfortable is going to make you a better person overall. But we have to start forgiving ourselves first and foremost for things that we think maybe in the past somebody may associate something with or they'll say to themselves, oh, well, I come from this culture and we we enslaved other people. So I'm a bad person. They're never going to like me. I'm afraid of them. I'm going to create these stereotypes because it's going to make me feel better. Instead of that, forgive the past and look forward, because I think that's what Gene Rodberry was saying, especially with this quote. If we're going to be able to travel into outer space, which we're doing right now, there's what's called NASA talks about the Artemis mission, where they want to go, of course, back to the moon and eventually to Mars. And we go further out out of this solar system and meet somebody or something that doesn't look like us, if we can't get along with people who look like us on this planet, there's no way we'll be able to communicate with another species and without pulling out some weapon because we're afraid of them. So releasing the past, releasing the fear, but not forgetting about the past because the past still has to be remembered so we don't repeat it. But that fear aspect, we've got to push that fear away in order to move forward and accept diversity for what it is, the treasure that can make us all stronger and better. And a we can work together to do something even more extraordinary in the future.
Trent, do you have any final thoughts before this is a really deep quote. This is one of the this is one of the quotes we could have talked about all day. And I'm trying to mm-hmm. be wrap it up and be succinct, but it's so hard because again, this quote to me, Trent, is like diversity contains all these these treasures, right? Mm-hmm. And all these amazing things. And yet I sit here and I say this into a microphone, and I know that a lot of people don't believe that. And I'm not trying to leave on a bummer note. I'm just saying, like, these are the things I have to talk myself through on a daily basis. Because as James Baldwin said, it's like to be a Negro or, you know, those if 1950s speak, but to be a Negro in America means to be, I'm paraphrasing, means to be enraged all the time. And it's not just a black person. It's, I think, any sentient, conscious person, you know, if you are aware, it hurt. Like, again, I spoke on the last episode when I see all the homeless on the street. Mm-hmm. I don't think, get them out of here. That's terrible. No, I think, oh my God, what kind of society have we created where we are willing to leave these people on the street or, you know, pass by the 405 and there's cars parked under there with newly minted homeless people who were middle class six months ago are living. So it's hard for me, but that's why I love doing this podcast because there is so much more hope in this, in his Mm -hmm. quotes than cynical me. And I need to be reminded, like I'm a cynical optimist, and and I lean into uh, uh, excitable to stoic at times, you know? And that's my point. It's like bouncing between all these things is diversity of thought, actually, for me, you know, to, to parse these quotes and to parse the things I encounter through different headspaces so that I can relate to my fellow man who don't think like me. Any final, Trent, any thoughts before we wrap up this amazing quote? Yeah, um, I would just say that this quote reminds me of our earlier quotes from Gene, where he talks about Earth being our playground or Earth or our surroundings being an amusement park. And now we have the the treasure of diversity here on Earth. Like there's so much to explore here where we are right now on terra firma. Uh, and and the fact and, and the word treasure just it just keeps resonating in my head. Like it's it's like a uh, a chest of 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 jewels of of shining pretty things things of value like that is so appealing to me and i love that that, that how he associates uh like diversity of thought and of 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 culture with other people as a treasure to behold you got to have hope you got to look forward. You can't look back. So even though we haven't gone as far as we want to yet, we're trying to do it. We see that light. We want to try something. We have to get rid of that fear. That's what that going out in outer space is, getting rid of that fear. And diversity, we need to get rid of that fear of something different, something that doesn't necessarily look like my complexion, but it's still just a beautiful treasure that I need to learn to be close to, to give it a hug, to polish it up and say, <laughs> hey, and embrace it because it's going to make me shine too. Just saying. (laughs) Very much so. So maybe this is, again, just food for thought for people listening, because I like to go, okay, where in my life? I think I'm a pretty hip liberal person, right? But I still have fear and shame and all Mm -hmm. these things hidden within me. So I would leave a conversation with this and just go, where am I fearful? in areas that I'm unconscious about or even conscious about. And if if nothing else with this podcast, if we leave you food for thought, then I feel really good about what we're doing here. Um, we're so excited. We've got Sharon for a couple more episodes. And Trent, tell the people where they can find us. Yeah, if you want to watch video of George Takei being fabulous reading this quote, you could check it out on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
And please join us tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.